Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, March 22nd. Abortion, court packing, crime. These were some of the many topics in the questions from senators today to Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson. It was a trial by ordeal, as Chairman Dick Durbin described it. On today's episode of The Briefing, please expect to hear less from me and more from Judge Jackson and the senators who were charged with providing advice and consent in her confirmation process. Each senator on the Judiciary Committee today gets 30 minutes to engage in back-and-forth questions and answers with the Supreme Court nominee. And if you are familiar with this process, you no doubt know that it is largely scripted theater at this point. Everyone has a role to play, and Republicans look to target this Democratic nominee's potential vulnerabilities, and then Democratic senators come in and try to fortify the nominee by rebutting those attacks. We've seen this happen with people playing the reverse roles when it's a Republican president who nominates. And as is often the case in these Supreme Court nomination hearings, the concept of judicial philosophy is front and center, and that is where Chairman Dick Durbin began his questioning of the nominee earlier today. Here was her response. Over the course of my almost decade on the bench, I have developed a methodology that I use in order to ensure that I am ruling impartially. I am acutely aware that as a judge in our system, I have limited power and I am trying in every case to stay in my lane. After it was clear in yesterday's opening statements that many Republicans on the Judiciary Committee planned to pursue a line of questioning that could portray Judge Jackson as so-called soft on crime, Patrick Leahy, a senior Democrat on the panel, tried to get ahead of those questions, of that line of attack, and tried to draw out some of Judge Jackson's own personal biography as a way to rebut the notion that she's soft on crime. As someone who has had family members on patrol and in the line of fire, I care deeply about public safety. I know what it's like to have loved ones who go off to protect and to serve and the fear of not knowing whether or not they're going to come home again because of crime in the community. Early on in the hearing, Judge Jackson sought to frame how she was going to respond to the anticipated questions from Republicans about her sentencing of convicted criminals with regards to sex crimes involving children. As a mother and a judge who has had to deal with these cases, I was thinking that nothing could be further from the truth. She went into further detail when Republican Senator Mike Lee of Utah pressed her to elaborate on why her sentences for several federal child sex abuse cases were not harsher. And as I said before, these are horrible cases that involve terrible crimes. And the court is looking at all of the evidence consistent with Congress's factors for sentencing. 
the guidelines are one factor, but the court is told that you look at the guidelines, but you also look at the nature and circumstances of the offense, the history and characteristics of the offender. There are a series of, of factors. Senator Lindsey Graham, the Republican of South Carolina, spent most of his 30 minutes in a grievance-filled session where he just expressed his belief that Republican nominees to the judiciary are treated by an entirely different standard before this committee than are those nominees nominated by Democrats. However, he did, towards the end of his questioning, get to this issue of Katanji Brown Jackson's work as a public defender, where she filed briefs in court on behalf of clients that were detained in Guantanamo Bay, suspected terrorists. Now, of course, this is what having public defenders is all about, ensuring that the justice system is one that provides equal justice to all. But Lindsey Graham got particularly heated in this moment about Judge Jackson's previous work as a defender for these terrorists. Here's a brief part of that exchange. We hold enemy combatants as long as they're a threat. There's no magic passage of time that you got to let them go. So my question is very simple. Do you support the idea? Did you support then the idea that indefinite detention of an enemy combatant is unlawful? Respectfully, Senator, when you are an attorney and you have clients who come to you, whether they pay or not, you represent their positions before the court. On the topic of abortion, here's Judge Jackson answering a question from Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, about where she stands. I do agree with both Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Barrett on this issue. Uh, Roe and Casey are the settled law of the Supreme Court concerning the right to terminate a woman's pregnancy. Um, they have established a framework that the court has reaffirmed. Roe, of course, refers to Roe v. Wade, and Casey refers to Planned Parenthood versus Casey. These are the major rulings from the Supreme Court in this area of abortion. The court is expected to make a major ruling this summer in a case involving a Mississippi law that bans abortion after 15 weeks. It is potentially possible that the court could overturn both Roe and Casey. Another issue that Republicans are seizing upon is the energy on the left in politics to employ some sort of court packing mechanism. Obviously, the left being disenchanted and demoralized by the fact that the Supreme Court now is a 6-3 conservative majority. Well, clearly, Judge Jackson was not going to take the bait. It is a policy question for Congress. And... I am particularly mindful of, of not speaking to policy issues because I am so committed to staying in my lane. There will be a lot more where this all came from and digging deeper into these issues when the senators come back for their second round of questioning. They each get 20 minutes tomorrow. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.